today from the International Gospel Hour, we will look at the phrase, the pride of life. Now, have you ever thought about that phrase? It might affect us more than we think, so let's biblically address that phrase today here on our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you to our J-Web, and greetings to all of you. It is so good to have you on our broadcast as we study the things that pertain to God. We are delighted for each and every listener, and please feel free to tell others about our broadcast. Recently, we received a request for some study material from a dear lady who had a mutual friend that told her about us. So please tell others about our broadcast and ask them to tune in. And if you have been told about our broadcast, thank you for giving us a try. Today, let's talk about the pride of life. That phrase comes from 1 John 2 and verse 16 that says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. You know, this is a challenging subject when you think about it. The pride of life. Pride. When you look at the seven things that God hates, the first one listed is pride. Proverbs 6 and verse 16. When we look at its definition, well, folks, we understand why. In the Greek language, the Greek word alazonia means an empty assurance which trusts in its own power and resources and shamefully despises and violates divine laws and human rights, an impious and empty presumption which trusts in the stability of earthy things. So, dear friends, from the outset, it's living a life and trusting in a life that has no room for God. In the pride of life, well, I'm going to seek life for all of my answers. I satisfy myself with what I want and indulge more in the pride of life. It is a total reliance upon self. Honestly, dear friends, it's a humanistic approach. Our right and wrongs can change like the wind. It is a post-modernistic view of no absolutes of truth. The pride of life is a foundation of all kinds of anti-God, and dear friends, it can slowly affect, creep upon us, and destroy us. If you don't think Satan is using it for a tool, oh dear friends, you need to think again. But let us think for a moment. Now, Honestly, what would happen if we truly relied on ourselves for the things of life, for the answers of life? Oh my, what a mess. Because what happens, folks, when we can't find answers in one place, then we look for another, we look for another. We're ever learning and never able to come to a knowledge of the truth, 2 Timothy 3 and verse 7. Dear friends, this is a tool of Satan himself. Now, Now watch this. What we're going to do, we're going to take 1 John 2.16, and we're going to parallel that with Genesis 3 and verse 6, when Eve was deceived by Satan. Watch. Remember 1 John 2.16, 1 
the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's of the world. Now watch. Genesis 3, verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, all right, there's a lust of the flesh. She sees this is good for food. I desire this. And that it was pleasant to the eyes. Well, that would be the lust of the eyes. Or in other words, I see this. I want this. Doesn't matter what God said. Doesn't matter that the serpent lied. And a tree to be desired to make one wise. There's the pride of life. You're moving away from God and closer to the world. What happened? She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Dear friends, Satan uses this tool to where he will have us lusting for the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's a tool of Satan. Now, let's go to the New Testament because he approached Christ the same way. We'll take Luke's account in Luke 4, verses 1 through 13. Watch verse 3. Now when the tempter came to him, that being Christ, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. He's appealing to the lust of the flesh. Remember, Jesus had fasted forty days and forty nights in the wilderness. If you're the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. Well, first of all, Jesus didn't have to prove anything to Satan. But Satan wasn't done. In verses 8 and 9, Again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. He made an appeal of the lust of the eyes. I'll give this to you. Well, dear friends, uh, excuse me, Satan, but according to Colossians chapter 1, it was through Christ whom God created all those things. But you see, Satan will go after Christ. Ha <laughs> He'll come after you and I, friends. How about this one? Back up into Luke 4, verses 5 and 6. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Now he's placing there the pride of life. Look, throw yourself down. The angels will pick you up if you are the Son of God. Well, again, Jesus had nothing to prove to Satan. And what was said was very true. But certainly he was tempting the Lord his God. So, friends, the pride of life is a tool of the devil, and it's something that we do not need in our lives. We need to battle this challenge with the Word of God. We need help. But first, could it be that life has dealt you some challenges and the pride of life has deceived you? Are you hurting? Are you suffering? You know, in the book of Job, it can be said that Job knows what you are going through. And in light of this study, we want to pause right here and allow us to send you our free Job study. Here are the details, and then afterward, we will continue these thoughts on dealing with the pride of life. The study of Job is one that comforts and helps one along in understanding suffering. In a world today with so many questions about suffering and hurt, we find ourselves wondering and looking for hope. We at International Gospel Hour want to send a free study, Life Lessons from the Book of Job. It's yours for the asking, absolutely free. 
please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Job Study. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Job Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Job Study in the message blank. We hope it will be of help. Let's continue our study. Dear friends, first of all, the pride of life moves us away from the promises of God, for it's not of the Father. We noted that from our lesson text of 1 John 2.16, but listen to Leviticus 26.18-21. Unto Israel God said, And after all this, if you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. I will break the pride of your power. I will make your heavens like iron and your earth like bronze, and your strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield its produce, nor shall the trees of the land yield their fruit. Then, if you walk contrary to me and are not willing to obey me, I will bring on you seven times more plagues according to your sins. Did you notice how Jesus, or rather God, provided or mentioned your power, your heavens, etc.? See, that all belongs unto God. Let's be obedient unto Him. Romans 12.3 For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Our first step away from the pride of life is simply make that first step a turn to turn closer to God and rely on Him. When we believe on God, we obey His commandment, we believe less in self. When we repent of our sins, we change our hearts and change our direction. Luke 13.3 When we confess Him as the Son of God, we confess and rely upon Him. When we are baptized into Christ, I note this text, dear friends, Romans 6, 4-6, We crucify that old man. We put to death sin when we are baptized into Christ. And then we are assured from James 4, 6, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Second, the pride of life moves us toward the temporal. It doesn't move us closer to the spiritual. It is in the world of the world. It's the passing away world. The pride of life has immersed us in life, but not living not in Christ. And Christ rebuked the Pharisees of his day in Luke sixteen, fifteen, and 16. You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. What is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. Pride will have us saying, I can straighten things out first on my own but it has us refusing to do the right thing if we are to do the right thing. Dear friends, I know this brief discussion probably has you thinking. Here's our free Bible study course. Please ask for it today. And you can ask for it, dear friends, by calling us at 1-855-IGH-6988. Leave us your name, address, and just say Bible study. Or send us an email at internationalgospelhour.com. Dear friends, we want to help you in your study of God's Word. 
Again, that's our free Bible study course by mail. 1-855-IGH-6988. Leave us your name and address and just say, Home Study. We'll send it to you quickly. Because, you see, the pride of life is short-term, but Word of God, it's long-term. Let's pursue this study together another time. Time has gotten away from me. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.